Hello, and thank you for tuning in to a Tuesday podcast of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize you're a star, because you are a star wherever you are. Tuesday is a wonderful day. Four more days, we get to Friday. Well, I think it's three. Is it? Yes, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Three more days, we get to Friday, and it's not Monday, so it's a better day than Monday. I feel like Mondays are always just insane the start of the week and there's a million things going on and a million things can go right or wrong who knows it's just really tiring but hopefully this will be a good week when it comes to politics and it comes to what's going on in washington let's get right into our favorite part of the conversation but before we do that did you know how amazing you are do you know how beautiful handsome smart talented and how cool you are do you look in the mirror and do you recognize your star power if you have not done that start doing it now anytime is a great time for you to recognize how amazing you are so why not do it now anyways let's get directly into the best part of the podcast or one of the most fun parts of the podcast no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway so um, Nancy Pelosi comparing January 6th to Pearl Harbor was just such a low point. I mean, she already put on Kunte Kinte cloths to try to connect with black people in the United States of America that are American. There's such a clear disconnection between politics, politicians, in people the disconnection couldn't be clear like what are you talking about what is wrong with you people while january 6th was a little alarming and crazy that these insane people would go to the capitol and do these acts none of them got punished they welcomed those people in and i'm not saying that it wasn't wrong because it was they shouldn't have been there you shouldn't be in places you're not supposed to be and the people that allowed them to be in should be held responsible i'm not sure what's going to happen from this january 6th committee or whatever they're doing a year has gone by and they haven't come up with any plans or they haven't come up with anything yet so when exactly is this committee going to create something because look at andrew cuomo and what he did with the elderly deaths and how he sexually harassed women all the charges were dropped so when it comes to crappy politicians or people that play a role in something that's bad in the united states of america they never get in trouble they just get sugar-coated and people pretend like nothing happened that's what happens here so someone please explain to me how anyone's going to be held responsible, especially Trump. And Biden taking time to have a detailed conversation where he talks about the fact that you have to love all America and, and not just a specific part is a contradiction to their entire platform. You people are going after not middle class, not the working class, but you're fighting for the votes for people that are not working that are not educated not blue collar not white collar people that don't want to go to work they want to keep filing for unemployment because they don't want to get a job and they think that they are supposed to get things for free and um that's that's your voter your voter is in poverty that's your voter and poverty isn't fun i'm not trying to make fun of anybody that's in a bad situation but that's their voter it's not me like, anyone who's independent, just trying to survive in the middle class, trying to just live their life. What's wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? I gotta think, no. Like, I gotta think there's nothing wrong with just trying to live your life. So, the fact that...
we have to continue to just act like things don't matter and they do. It's kind of irritating. Like, aren't you tired of being, listening to these morons have these conversations where they just, no one wants to take any sort of responsibility? Like, what are we talking about? What is going to be the final decision on this? Like, what are they going to come up with? I'm curious to see. Because after a year of them debating and questioning people and people not answering their questions correctly, they're not really holding anyone responsible. Like, why aren't they doing their jobs? Like, I'm starting to feel like there is no justice system. And, like, they claim they're supposed to be getting to justice, but what's the end result here? You've wasted a year and no one cares anymore. If people have a short attention span and a year after, just crazy. Nancy Pelosi is just a bumbling fool. She needs to retire. God, she need, she should have already been gone. She's not helping anyone. And I'm sorry, but inflation still sucks, Biden. What are you doing to make anything better? And what's going on with student loan forgiveness? Like, I keep asking myself, like, you people are just contradictors of your own word to a point where it's like, I don't believe anything you say. And it's not just me that doesn't believe anything they say. I'm talking about millions of people that don't trust the government at all. Anytime the government is involved in anything, it goes to shit. The state I live in is bankrupt. You know why the state's bankrupt? Because for two years, they allowed people to be unemployed. And they keep saying they're going to help out people pay for things. Uh, it's called eat or be eaten. Go figure it out, man. Like... The idea that the government is just supposed to give all these handouts. You don't want the government to give you welfare. You don't want the government to give you anything. You don't want them to give you food stamps. You don't want them to give you any of these things. If you're in a situation where you're elderly or you're, I don't know, uh, disabled, okay, fine. Outside of those two things, why are you getting free money? Like, this doesn't help people. It helps people become bums. That's what it does. I'm just so tired of us okaying bummery, okay? There's people standing outside with signs in the snow, in the cold, begging for money that is not taxed, playing a game, and no one's doing anything about it. There's no policy to stop that where I live because there's going to be there tomorrow and every other day, and they're just there. Are you asking yourself that question? Because I do. I'm just like, why is it okay for people to do things that don't seem right and no one's holding them accountable? Why is it okay for Nancy Pelosi to say ridiculous stuff and no one's like, why is that not on the news? Why is it not on the news where Biden says the N-word? Why is it not on the news when Biden falls asleep? Why is it only on the news about Trump? Why aren't we holding Biden accountable as well? It has to be everyone is treated the same. And the crappy media that these people own needs to do their job. Or just turn the stations off so we don't have to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear about the job you're supposed to do. Do it. But they don't do it. It's almost like a bad movie where they're, like, making up stuff. It's almost like... Have you seen the movie Screen with, um... Whatever that lady's name is. The one with the black hair. The one that is, like, the news person. Uh, I just watched Screen this past, um... Halloween, right? And, um... <sighs> journalists remind me of her. They're trying to find the story. But... They're okay with making stuff up to make themselves look good. That That's what it is. So, I think Courtney something. I can't remember how her last name is. Whatever. Um, that's, that's what we're dealing with here. You flick the channel, you flick the TV on, or you watch a YouTube video, and you're just forced to consume just insanity. They just, it's clickbait. They want you to click on something 
that's far removed from reality and they want you to listen to some ridiculous story about some bums that don't want to do anything honestly i don't want to be involved with anything progressive at all like i like the idea of what they're saying but financially i don't like the idea because the only one that's going to end up paying for the shit is me like someone part of the white collar working class I'm going to end up paying for this. I go to work every day. Like, I get taxed. Like, so you're going to take my tax money? Like, how does this work? How does this work? I don't know. They don't have a solution here. So it's just one thing after another. It's a new year. Biden had to extend student loan forgiveness to May. When May comes, he's going to have to do it again. Because it's a new year, and people are using the money that they would spend on the student loans to pay the bills they actually need to pay to live. Like, I don't know, rent, car insurance, a car payment, like bills, like normal bills. And everything has gone up with inflation. Rent has gone up. Car insurance has gone up. Our car insurance went up like $40, man. I go to pay the car insurance like a month or two ago, and it's like $40 more, and I'm just... and. Skip calls the car insurance place, and you know what they told him? Yeah, it's just inflation, or everything's going up. That's really not a good explanation to tell me why I'm spending more for something for the same thing I already had. I'm spending $40 more. Like, we need to be asking these questions, man. And if you're trying to buy a house right now, and you're trying to get into the owning business, hurry up and get it, because nothing's getting better. Nothing. So... Be aware of that. It's just a bumbling nightmare. And Nancy Pelosi is a joke. Biden is a joke. Kamala Harris is just, oh, God, she's horrid. I don't, I don't know. Like, she was doing a good job where she was able to vocally beat him when they were both running for presidency. But now she's just turned into an unlikable disaster. Like, I don't know. They're going to rerun for re-election in 2024. It's going to fail. It's just like a bomb waiting to go off. Like, it, it's not It's not good. This is not looking good for the Democratic Party. Do they realize they're going to lose everything? Because the things that they say tell me that they don't actually care. I say this all the time. And I'll say it again. It is... One party, two colors. And they both try to pretend like they don't like each other. They don't work together. They're opposed to each other. But at the end of the day, they'll come together on bipartisanship for $785 billion for some wars. But they can't come together for anything that has anything to do with the United States of America for helping the middle class, not pay a ridiculous amount of taxes, or shielding us from these ridiculous prices with inflation they can't figure out how to do that but they can figure out how to do other things that put money in their pockets you know what puts money in their pockets war you know what doesn't put money in their pockets helping out the middle people but you know who pays for everything the middle class they just tax 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 and lie, lie, lie. And it just continues and continues and continues. And I guess we can't do anything about it. But talk about it and just be fully aware that they're totally full of it. So, this has been your Tuesday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They really suck. Like, Nancy Pelosi, no one's listening to your old, decrepit self. Chuck Schumer... Go chuck up a tree. And Kamala Harris, you're hated in America. You found a way to make everyone dislike you. How how did we get to that point? No one likes you. And I mean, no one. And Biden, you're the biggest joke of the world. The jokiest joke. You pooped your pants. There's no coming back from that. None. Okay, first part of our conversation today, feeling brand new. It's January, the beginning of 2022, and why can't you feel brand new? 
why can't this be a new start for you? Maybe not like an entirely new start because you can't be reborn again or some crazy insane stuff like that. But why can't you turn a new page and start a new chapter to your life? That is possible and you can do that. So why not try to do it? You don't always have to feel stuck in your situation. Yeah, things might not be exactly going the way you want them to, but that doesn't mean you cannot change them. Sometimes you'll break up with somebody you like, or sometimes you'll have an argument, or sometimes, you know, one door closes so another one can open. Things have to happen for a reason. You know, I used to be someone that would get all emotional and upset and, uh, would have a tendency to leave a situation instead of figuring it out that's that's not helpful not not for me or anyone else so in this new year I've decided to change that aspect of my life instead of running from difficult situations face them on head first and and deal with things navigate through problems have discussions and and get things done. I've I've learned that it's okay to just live and not always find something that you have to fix. Not everything needs to be fixed. You can't fix everything. Like I'm not saying we can't have superhero tendencies or we can't be a superwoman or we can't be man i'm not saying that we can't have that magical superhero power but i am saying that sometimes you just have to wake up and do whatever you're doing and have that become some sort of a normalcy that's what i'm saying like not everything is going to go the way you want it to can you become brand new yes you can you can put a new color sweater on or a new pair of shoes you can get some new pants you could dye your hair another color. You could put some glasses on. You know, if you're a dude, you could use some new hair gel, you know, whatever. You could get some glasses, you know, some new sunglasses. There's a lot that you can do versus can't do. So I'm all for becoming brand new in the sense that if something didn't work, try again. That's what I mean. Instead of getting all emotional and getting all, like, disconnected from a situation, just solve it. Like, I get irritated with people's laziness, whether it's at, like, an employer or just people I'm around, like family or friends or whatever. I get irritated with that because I've worked hard my entire life. Like, I've worked at jobs I didn't want to work at. I I did everything, things I did not want to do. Like, I've woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to work at 4 a.m. Like, I've done things, and I've I just kept pushing. And people having the mentality that they don't have to do that is just irritating. Or people don't want to go to work, or people don't want to be held responsible, and they just, they have, like, a lazy mentality. Like, I don't like that. Like, it irritates me. Like, it irritates me because how are you going to get anything done if you're not doing anything? And you can't blame anybody for being lazy except for yourself. So, if you want to be brand new, take on the responsibility and take on the ability to actually be someone brand new. Actually turn the page. Put a new shirt on and put those new sunglasses on. Those new Ray-Bans. And just... Be someone new. Just do it. I dare you. That's what I'm saying. Okay? That's all I'm saying. You have the power to turn the page. So why not change? Turn it and change the page. You could even change the color of your book or the way it feels. You can do whatever you want with it. It's your story. So have at it. Next part of our conversation. Reasons you have to be smart with social media. Reasons you have to be smart with social media because social media is just a way for them to get your ad space. 
and they make a lot of money off of it. They don't really care about how you feel about it or how it does to your life. You're just a number. Just a number that they can gain money from. I haven't been on Facebook for almost a year and I don't miss it. Like I stopped going on Instagram like every day. I go on uh, maybe a couple times and post a picture like if I'm in a car or something. But outside of that, I don't miss that either. Like the fact that I was actually spending my time and effort to be on social media, like that's not actually living. You're living through a lens and that's not living. That's not fun when you have to feel like you have to post like 500 pictures and you have to go talk to people. Unless you're running a business or unless you have like a website and you have to constantly do that, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not living. It's not healthy. You're just, you're going to run out of things to talk about and you're going to be very tired and irritated. It's not worth it. And it's an illusion making yourself feel like you can do that. Like, because it's, it's really not real. And I don't know. Social media is not a good thing, man. Like, Facebook is, like, horrible. You're looking at all these people post all these things, and you might feel, like, competitive, or you might feel, like, distraught, or you might feel like, I wish I had that, and you might get sensitive, or you might start the comparison thing, or you see one thing and another, and you might get, like, depressed, or lose all self-confidence in yourself because you're seeing people do things that you want that you can't have. Like, that's why you got to detach yourself from that. It's not real. It's social media. Why can't you just talk to people? Like, do you need to be on, like, a platform to have a conversation with people? I don't know. I've always been a social butterfly, so I don't need an app on my iPhone to talk to somebody. I don't need Facebook Messenger to message anybody. If I want to talk to someone, if they're like my family or whatever, they could send me a text message or they could call me. Like, it's very simple. Why are you trying to send me a message on Facebook? That's why I I got rid of it. I deactivated it, and now I miss it. Like, it's, it's very diminishing to you and it took for me to get off it to recognize that I don't need it how is me being on Facebook making my life better like I am a professional and I I'm a podcaster I mean I'm podcasting right now and um if I want to talk to people about the podcast I can respond to their comments on the podcasting app I don't have to be on Facebook I mean the only reason I wanted to do Facebook is so I could respond to people on the podcasting app. But, like, Facebook is such a, like, just a, a total nightmare. It's not even Facebook anymore. It's, like, Meta or Metha or something with an M. Like, they tried to change the name of it so they could get away from what it actually was. But they had someone come out and tell on them. So there's no taking that back. It's a horrible, horrible entity. And Mark Zuckerberg is so far removed from reality. Just... Another one of these tech conglomerate giants that just want to consume, like, the minds of, like, teenagers and just take all their power. But guess what? Generation Z or Y or whatever the hell it is, they don't even like Facebook. They say it's for old people, and it couldn't be more true. The only people that are on Facebook are pathetic. Like, they're posting pictures and they're actually waiting for responses and likes, and I used to do it too, like, like, two years ago, I used to be on there, like, liking things, and wasting time, and it's not worth it, get off of it, get off of Instagram, get off of Facebook, maybe TikTok's okay, and Snapchat, but get off of Twitter too, because Twitter is just filled with these morons that just want to argue with you, it's not worth it, I don't feel like arguing about Trump, he's not even the president, like, I don't want to argue about Biden either. And sometimes I go on Biden stuff and I post things because he irritates me. I'm like, what about the student loan forgiveness that you were talking about? Because you don't talk about that at all. He can literally take a pen and sign it off. Why do we care about what other people are saying that already paid off their student loans? Help out the people that are in need now. I understand that some people are like, why are you forgiving student loans? You didn't forgive mine. 
But there's people that do not make $100,000 that need the help. That's what I'm talking about. Middle class millennials that are working every day hard to try to survive and they need some sort of justice and help. Help us. Where's that? It doesn't exist. So there's times where I'll go and out. I feel like I need to say something to be vocal. But I feel like the progressive voices are not helping. Like, I, I, I do not feel like there's a cohesive environment for social media. Like, I, I think the only thing they care about on social media is your ad space. Because it's money for them. So I would advise anyone, especially people I love, my family... Get off social media media, and don't go back on there. Like, I got my mom off. She was on Facebook. You know, I gave her opportunity to talk to our family or whatever. But like I said to my mom, like, man, if, like, a cousin or an auntie or, like, an uncle or whatever wants to talk to you, why can't they just call you or text you? Like, why you got to be on Facebook to talk to them? Like, like, I have a lot of cousins or whatever, you know, like, there's Shannon and there's What's-Her-Face. I have a lot of cousins, right? They could just call us and text us. Like, we're family. Like, we, why do we have to be on Facebook to talk to each other? And and I, I think that Facebook and social media consumes you. Because you feel like you have to keep doing it. And after a while, it just, it's not good. So if you can, just give it a try. If you're obsessed with social media, like Twitter and Facebook. Or even Instagram. Take a week off and tell me how you feel. Did it make a difference? Let's find out. I dare you to try it. Do a week. And then after you do a week, see if you can do seven more days and do 14 days. And from there, see if you can do it an entire month without Facebook and see how you feel. Do you miss it or do you want to go back to it? Let's try it out and see if it works. Next part of this conversation, picking out a two-piece in the snow. You know, they always put bathing suits out when it's snowing outside. I've always wondered, like, this is obviously not for me now. I already started getting emails from Cupshe, which is a bathing suit line that I absolutely love. Uh, Their bathing suits are beautiful and not badly priced either. I'm also a brand ambassador for another bathing suit site that I got to find the name of that I absolutely love. Um... Love it. Um, and let me just tell you that. I guess picking out bathing suits in the winter is okay. But I'm not thinking about going out in the water now. Unless, I mean, I'm going on vacation. Because it's it's snowing and it's cold. I mean, I live in New England. So, like, it's winter here. Um, no California for me um it's cold here like east coast it's cold um but i think that's how retail is they start promoting things that don't make sense for the season and they do it all the time like in target they like start taking down the christmas stuff the week of christmas and they start putting up Valentine's Day stuff. It's so weird. They do that with Halloween. Like, they'll be taking down the Halloween stuff. And they'll put up Christmas stuff. Skipping Thanksgiving. Like, I think that's what retail does. But I, I don't know. Is it a good idea to start looking at bathing suits now so you can be prepared for the summer? Maybe it is a good idea for you to be looking at bathing suits now so you can be prepared for the summer. It's likely that the prices are cheaper because it's not the season of summer. It's the season of winter. So, if you can find, it like, a cheaper bathing suit that's not, like, a million dollars. Like, honestly, I can't see spending $100 on a bathing suit. Like, there's just certain things that $100, you can't spend it on. It. And the bathing suit is one of them. Like, no. Like, so if you can find a decently priced suit for maybe, like, 60 or 50 or 40 or whatever, go for it. Maybe not 40. It's probably going to be, like, more 60, 70 for a decent two-piece. Um... I say go for it. I'm all about comfort and I'm all about style. I got this yellow and blue one that's very beautiful from Cupshe. I don't think I need any more business suits because I think I got a lot. I was going to get like maybe one or two more just so I could have like a variety of different colors. 
uh, just because I like to have a variety. I do have a pool where we live, and, uh, you know, when we find this condo, wherever it's going to be, hopefully it'll have a pool so I can be in it in the summer. That's the goal of life, man. A pool and a view. Let's go. That's what makes you happy. That's what makes me happy. A pool and a view. Um, so I'm excited about that. So we'll see what happens. Um, can we finally go on a vacation? No. People are going on cruises and people are traveling across the the world uh, internationally. And it's a nightmare. Uh, flights are delayed at the airport because of COVID. They don't have enough employees because everyone's getting Omicron and cruises are getting it's turning into what it was originally. Cruises are getting left in the middle of oceans and people are getting left in destinations. Like if you're getting on a cruise, you got to understand the amount of people that's on the cruise. You might actually get Omicron and if you test positive for it, they're going to leave you. Like be aware that the United States of America isn't like other places and other places they have rules and you have to abide by them. If you go to Thailand right now and you test positive for COVID, you have to pay a certain amount of money to go to the hospital. $2,500 for you to get a a room, basically, in a hospital for you to be quarantined. So when you're... Mi- People are all desperate about going on vacations and they can't just be smart. Like, travel locally. Like, travel in the country you're in. Like, like I was thinking, why don't we just take a drive to, like, Mass? Or why don't we just, I don't know, go for a road trip to Georgia or not Jersey, because it's not that far away. It's like an hour. That's not that far away. Maybe we could drive to, like, the Midwest. Or, like, maybe we could take a plane to somewhere that's local. Like, in the same country. Getting outside of the country, you're just opening a bag of worms. And there's no way to close it up. Like, because they don't do things the way we do it in the United States of America. There's authoritarian views And they have views where they have all the power and people have no say. So I don't understand why people in America want to go to these places. Like, there's only one way the traffic is going in these countries, out of the country. So there's that. I say when it comes to traveling right now, travel domestically. If you're in America, maybe take a flight to, I don't know. Florida is always a good spot. There's a lot of nice beaches in Florida. Maybe California. Obviously, look at the numbers before you're traveling everywhere. But Omicron is going to be everywhere. We're living with it. As long as you have your two shots and your booster, I say enjoy yourself. Maybe not outside of USA, but, you know, you can still be happy here. Like, there's a lot of things you can do here. Like, you know, if I don't know it. I, Hawaii might be closed down, but Hawaii is a great place to visit. Why don't you just go there? Like, hello? I'm just saying, that's an option. Anyways, next part of our conversation, let's get into watching. Will of Time deep dive. I don't know. I don't feel like the Will of Time is like Game of Thrones at all. And for Amazon to make that comparison, just don't do it. It kind of ended in a weird way like i felt like the characters were obviously tied together for a reason but i didn't see this ending coming at all i'm curious to see what happens in the next season just because i've already watched the first one and i might as well watch whatever's next um the characters are kind of lame uh you know um the story itself is kind of interesting i will give you that but like Some of these main characters are doing things, you know, acting the normal way that they would be acting during this time frame. But, like, some of the characters are kind of just, like, boring and, like, there's nothing there. And, like, what am I looking at? That's kind of how it felt to me. Um, But what do I know? Um, Maybe it could get better. Maybe, Maybe I'm wrong. 
I'm hoping it can, but they need to do some character development. Not only do they need to do some character development, but the storyline has to be more cohesive for it to make sense for the viewer. So I'm hoping that they can bring it together more, but it was a good ending. Um, I, I mean, I definitely didn't see this coming at all. Um, some of the characters got disconnected by the end of it. And it just felt like, why did they go through all that for them to be disconnected like that at the end of it? I don't know. Give it a try. Give it a watch and tell me if you like it. Um, I definitely think you're going to watch it, like it if you do watch it. But it is not a comparison to Game of Thrones. And if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, you should watch that too. It is very good. Next part of our conversation, do we need sex in the city? I mean, I really do feel like they're they're coming out with shows they've already done because they don't have anything else to do. Like, it's starting to feel like they're running out of ideas. Like, even with movies and stuff, they're, they're remaking movies. They're, they're doing the same thing again. Like, Dexter's back. And a bunch of other things have been, you know, like picked out of like the archives and they're returning it so i don't know do i really want to see what's her face and all the girls from sex in the city i guess it's okay but i've already watched sex in the city i mean i think i rewatched it on hbo granted i didn't get to watch all of the episodes that were actually airing so i watched it after because when did that even come out like it was a long time ago I don't know. Hopefully, you know, Carrie. Who knows what's going to happen with Carrie? There's a lot of things that happened at the end of that show. And I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what's next for Sex and the City. Fingers crossed it's not completely just crap because they've gotten older. We'll just see. What's next for HBO Max? I don't know, because they don't have anything out new except for Sex and the City. But is that HBO Max or is that HBO? Is there a difference? I don't know. They haven't had anything new, but they are coming out with a season two of Flight Attendant. And I cannot wait to see that. Hopefully, Mayor of Easttown gets a second season two. That was dark and crazy. This season of Yellowstone was very good. Um, I think we saw the season finale. Um... You know I can't stand uh, Jamie. He's so annoying. That's the uh, the little brother. I kind of feel like he got exactly what he deserved. Um, it was fun to see Beth be Beth, um, as always. And John Dutton is an incredible man. Just the power of land. And just seeing how everything works together out in the country like that. You know, it gave me a better appreciation of cowboys, gave me a better appreciation of farmers, you know, where the milk comes from, where where the burgers that we eat come from. It, it gave me the ability to appreciate the Midwest more, even more than I already do. Now, I have nothing but respect for the country and cowboys and, and everything that that stands for and and the farmers out there. You know, and I and I do think that, you know, in the United States of America, we need to appreciate them a lot more than we do already because they're how we eat. They're how food is made and food is processed. And without them, we will starve. So, you know, thank you to everybody on all these ranches and on these farms that do all the hard work that you do. That's what this show gave me the ability to see. It also gave me the ability to see that family is first over everything else. And sometimes you don't need big things. Like, sometimes just simple situations can just be enough. And it's a beautiful story. Family is everything. So if you're looking for a good show, you got to get Paramount Plus and you got to watch Yellowstone. It's amazing. You're going to love it, just like we do. Uh, John Dutton, we'll see you next season. Eighteen eighty-three, like we're on like episode like three or four of it. It's okay. Like it's a telling of a time before time before Yellowstone. So it's getting to Yellowstone. It's the beginning of Yellowstone, basically. It's kind of interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It's just I don't know that time period. I'm not really interested in it. There's been a lot of movies where they try to show like the cowboy vibes of it. 
Uh, they've had cowboy movies on Netflix. They've had cowboy movies wherever you can find it. I understand that aspect of it. And I'm not saying that's not good. It's just I I don't know if I'm into it like that. I like the whole cowboy vibes of it. But, like, some of the people during this time, like, just their opinions I found irritating. Like, and I'm going to say something that I don't want you to feel any type of way about. I don't think that racism was an issue during this stage where people were moving around like cowboys. Like, because there were black cowboys. Okay, there were. And in 1883, slavery was over. Does that mean that slavery was over and people weren't getting lynched in the United States of America and southern states? That's not what I'm saying. But does that also mean that there couldn't have been black cowboys? There could have and there was. But some of these characters like that are moving around, they like they forget like where they are and they forget the environment they're in. Like, it's live or die. Like, you know, like, eat or be eaten. It's kind of that environment during that time frame. Like, they didn't have a lot of stuff. Like, they didn't have, like, cars with engines in it. They were riding around and walking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have, like, technology and, like, things the way we do now. So, like, they, like, for eating food and stuff, they had to, like, make everything by hand. And things were very different. So, like, you can't be, like, opinionated against, like, your group or your crew when you're trying to get to somewhere else. Obviously, in this one, they were trying to get to Wyoming. But, like, some of these characters, like, they got these opinions, and it's like, this might not be good for this crew, like, carrying extra baggage or dealing with someone whose thoughts are not aligning with what their goals are. And I guess I feel like this was a different time. So maybe it was a little difficult, especially for females versus men or whatever. But like, sometimes you got to be strong, even if you don't want to be. And what's wrong with that? I do think it's a beautiful story. I like all the scenery that we're able to see. And I like how they're showing like, you know, states that are part of America. It's kind of cool. To see them travel through Texas and everything. Like, I know we don't give a lot to Texas or Arkansas or North Dakota or South Dakota. But it's it's very wonderful to see see the beginning of these places. And see, like, where they started from. I love anything that's enforcing where we started from. Like, of course, the Native Americans, that story is horrible. And what they did to Native Americans is not good. Um... It's it's not good. That's not a good piece of history. Um, I'd like to think that the fact that they gave Native Americans ownership of the casinos and, you know, they tried to homage on what they did was just a step in that. I'm not saying that what they did was correct because it wasn't. But I think this is a beautiful way to show what might have happened in this time frame. So if you're watching Yellowstone, give 1883 a chance. That's basically what I'm saying. Next part of this conversation, let's get into No, I mean, nope. We're getting into Veek Star, Veek Star, Veek Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Especially if you're in the kitchen cooking like me. Handmade tacos. Delicious. And I feel like when you make your own tacos, you can put more of what you want in them. Jalapenos and sour cream, please. Load me up. Soup in the winter. Soups in the winter are easy. You just shove everything in a crock pot and let it be done. Or you get one of those nice um, pots. Like, not the regular. Like, the stone pot. The stone pots that you can get. And you just put everything in there. Leave it on a stove. Let the stock flavor up. Before you put your ingredients in, whether it be chicken or sausages or mushrooms or whatever you're putting in soup... Before you do any of that, make sure that you make sure that the broth is flavorful first. That is the main focus of soups. Let me just say that. It's got to have the correct flavor. I want to make my own foes, but I'm trying to find an amazing mess recipe to do that with. So I'll let you know when I start my own foe up. 
I've done it before and it came out really good. Um hoping to do it again. Um what I'm saying is the broth has to be very good and then you want to cut up your vegetables and your meat or whatever's going into it so it matches up with the broth and it's all like a flavor just paradise. That's what a soup should taste like. I do think that making soup from scratch is the better way to make it because it's condensed in a can. Although it might be easier, do you always want to constantly eat condensed food? Like, do you really want to? Like, in this new year, I'm trying to do things better. I'm trying to learn how to become my own home chef. I understand the importance of being able to make things myself. And I want to continue that. So, for me, personally, I'm taking the voyage into home cooking. So, we'll see where that leads. Either I'm going to go completely nuts or I'm going to be smiling the entire way. I mean, we'll find out. I am going to be also ordering factor meals for during a week for work so I don't have to meal prep every Sunday just because it's tiring and I don't have time for it. And I'd, I'd rather just pay for a meal prep. Honestly, like, I'm, I'm at that point in my life. Like, as much as I love meal prepping, like, I'd rather just be able to make dinner every night than that. So I'm just going to just go that route. Um, yep, meal prepping is over for me. Um jalapenos are awesome jalapenos are awesome you don't just have to eat them with mexican food you can put them in soups you can put them in tacos you can put them in your pasta you can put jalapenos in anything really i i like to just have a jar of them in the fridge i love them honestly i like to just eat it by itself you can make shish kebabs you can really make whatever you want you can make your own bowls you know it doesn't have to be mexican it could just be a bowl and you can add that in you can cook Mediterranean and you Mediterranean and you can add jalapenos into a Mediterranean dish. Really, it's whatever you want. I say go for it. Why not? I love jalapenos. I just love the flavor of it. It's like this heat where it's not like white pepper hot, but it's like, whew, that was spicy. Also, you can put it on nachos. Mm, who doesn't like nachos? Oh my god, they're like the best thing ever. Your kitchen can be your escape. We've talked about that before. Sometimes, you know, it's nice to just go in the kitchen, get your Keurig open, pop a nice cake up in there. My mom gave um, morning brew and it tastes really delicious and you just get the creamer in and you just mix it and you have yourself a nice cup of coffee. It's okay to do that. Like, let's do that and enjoy it why not right like it's okay to just go in your kitchen and have that be your zen place like sometimes you know if i'm air frying some vegetables or something or i'm making something it's like bliss for me i don't know maybe it's because i watch too much food network and i'm obsessed with the kitchen now and i've seen guy fieri make a lot of different things or bobby flay and i'm just like obsessed with cooking that could be it or that's just a place that i can go where i can find things i like like my utensil sets my knives, the cutting boards, the stand mixer, the KitchenAid, just, I really need to get a popcorn machine, so I'm going to go buy one at some point this week. It's just, it's a place where you could really love, and, and I want us to love our kitchens. You know, my kitchen's not that big, I'm not going to lie to you, you know, I live in an apartment, so the kitchen's not that big, my mom's kitchen is obviously better, but she has a house. But her kitchen's not that big either. I mean, I think her kitchen's beautiful. Oh, I love her kitchen. Her kitchen is the best kitchen I've seen. Uh, Skip's... My other mom's kitchen is nice too. Like, I think it depends on the way you put everything in the kitchen. But, you know, it's just an environment where you're comfortable. You got dishes that you love the colors. You got silverware that you love. You got a tea kettle that always works the way you want to or you've got a tea kettle that never works the way you want to you know it's a place where you can go find snacks in the fridge and it's a place where you get excited about making something to eat that's what the kitchen should feel like and if you're not feeling that like this find a way to make it feel like that the kitchen should be a place of comfort and ease so if your kitchen is not feeling like a place of comfort and ease, pop some food network on and get in enthusiastic about it just saying it can be your way, and you can have happiness in your kitchen, just like me and just like a lot of other people, too. Next part of our conversation.
where to order that popcorn machine I was just talking to you about. I don't think I'm going to order it. Honestly, I feel like I'm just going to go to like Target and just buy it. I was thinking about just ordering it off Amazon so I don't have to go anywhere. Or I was thinking about ordering it off Macy's because I found one I want and it's only 20 bucks and it's cheaper than Target. But honestly, I already tried to order one off Macy's and they never sent it to me and that irritated me. So it got me feeling like, do I really want to order something else off Macy's? Honestly, I missed two items out of that. So I don't know. Do I want to order something off of Macy's? I guess, yes. But we'll find out. Um, who knows? We're going to find out. Uh, I don't know. Like, is Amazon better than the store for a popcorn machine? And I'm also concerned about how that's going to be delivered. Like, is that going to be in the box, like, with the foam and all the plastic so it doesn't get... Like, it's a popcorn machine. I... I need a popcorn machine because we got rid of our microwave. It's not coming back. So we've been living without a microwave. We don't have one. So the popcorn machine is a necessity. Okay, bro. It's a necessity. Like we need that. So I'm going to have to do some searching. But someone told me they got one off of Amazon. So I might check that out and see what they got on there. I'm definitely going to be buying all the stuff to make the popcorn with on Amazon because there's no way I'm buying that out the store. It's, like, totally overpriced in there, you know. Um, I'm upset I don't like Whole Foods like that because if I did, I would just do food delivery from Amazon on Whole Foods. But Whole Foods grocery prices are nuts, so staying away from that. But I'm probably just going to go to Target. You know I hate Walmart, so I'm not going in there for anything. But only if I if Target was closed would I go in Walmart. I'm just not a Walmart person. It's just never going to happen. So I guess I'll check out Target and I'll check out Amazon and I'll go on Macy's. Um, you know, it might also be a good place for me to look at Goodwill or the Salvation Army or Saviors or something. But honestly, for, for a popcorn machine, I, I just prefer to just buy that new and just figure that out like that. So first stop, Target.com. Second stop, Amazon. Third stop, Macy's.com. Where I find it? Who knows? There's also bed, bath, and beyond. So I could look at that too. There's all. Do you know that they're going out of business? I mean, stuff's getting crazy. Brick and borders are just going down one by one. Macy's is going out of business too. So I'm only going to be able to buy all my Macy's stuff online. Like, that's kind of frustrating. frustrating. Sometimes I just want to go in there. Like, not being able to go in there is going to be, like, sad. When are they getting rid of JCPenney? Because... There's nothing in there. I don't know. We'll find out. Anyways, happy popping to you from me. Thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday version of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize your star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in to Born Star. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.